Now a fishing legend in his own mind, Rick Jordan. So, good morning. Welcome into the frenzy. We're changing seasons a little bit. Um, road construction season is still in. But uh, we're moving kind of from fishing to hunting. Tomorrow, the uh, I think it's the opening of the uh, bow season in Wisconsin. That's true. Yeah. Uh, there's some hunting for deer in, in Minnesota, mm-hmm. too. Is there? Okay. You see a lot of people out there. It's fun. Uh, oh, I haven't shot a bow and arrow since college <laughs> age. Yeah. Did you ever have one? I did not. I think I... Yeah. I they had that in gym class, if I remember, in high school. Exactly. That's the last time I shot a bow. I, that's what I said, too, yeah. in high school. I thought, well, that's great. <laughs> so I begged my mom and dad. That was fun. I have no idea why they did that, but yeah. that was part of the curriculum, I guess. Well, my mom worked at Sears. Guess where I got the archery? Ah, okay. Didn't, uh, wasn't that good. But uh, tell you what, uh, I got a note here if I can read my All right. writing. Tomorrow on the 16th, there will be a gun bingo event. Now, I don't know if this is legal to talk about on the radio because uh, bingo is one of those gambling words that sometimes we get in trouble with. So this is uh, in, uh, well, trying to raise money for the Forgotten Heroes range and retreat. Uh, did it, uh, I need to know where, where. Oh, the hockey rink at... Uh, Chestnut Avenue in Carlton. Oh, cool. So it's a four-season sports center complex then, right? So they've uh, got this event going on. You can have a, a brew, a hot dogs, and things like that. But uh, most of all, throw some money in the kitty there so the uh, Forgotten Heroes ranges and retreat can be worked on. That's, that's a good program. You got Rust on? No. No? Wow. Usually he's right. The phone just rings. I'm not sure what the deal is there. I could try the store, I suppose. Would that work? Yeah. Okay, I'll do that. Try that. All right. Uh, another event, uh, Minnesota, well, one of the prettiest places to uh, watch birds this time of year and in the springtime, Hawk Ridge. Folks, if you have, haven't been up to Hawk Ridge ever or haven't been up there for a while, make a point. I don't know if this is the best day for it because of the, the fog and stuff. The birds, birds tend to uh, disappear awfully quickly. But it is an unbelievable experience when those birds are flying. There's a lot of raptors, hawks and eagles and things like that, but also a lot of songbirds and other uh, backyard critters. Anytime you want to uh, uh, stop in there, uh, you can do it. It's, it's always open. It doesn't cost anything, and it's, it's Hawk Ridge. And the road, I think, is called Hawk Ridge, too, right off Jean Duluth. Oh, I'm not sure. If you're coming up the hill, it's on your right. All right. It's really cool. Uh, I would recommend it. I would also recommend hanging around. We're going to get a hold of our gang here in just a minute. (laughs) Okay. We'll be right back on KDAO. Mrs. Brown, you've got a lovely It's so childish. What's that? Mrs. Brown, you've got a lovely Yes. Now, what guy, what kid, what teenager is going to go up to Mrs. Brown? Only in jolly old England, I sparrows. What group is this? Huh? Uh, Herman's Hermits. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've got a group of people called Superior Shooter Supply, and uh-huh. Pat Kugel is the chief of that. Good morning, Pat. <laughs> Oh, gosh, I, we've never been called a group before, but I kind of like it. 
<laughs> How many people work there? It varies. Ten, between like ten around there. You know, we have a lot of part-time. Yeah. So, yeah. And, and this is a busy time of year, so bring them in. Um, it is a busy time of the year. I just, it's so much fun. It's you know it really is. It, it, fall is is just great because usually everybody's in a pretty good mood. Usually, <laughs> usually, but you know there's problems and and because uh, anytime you're dealing with man-made things like firearms or scopes, that sometimes yeah. things go wrong, and that's. You know, we really try to help people out because even the best plans go awry sometimes. But planning is the key, you know. If you can, start early. Pattern the gun, shoot the rifle, check the optic out because things can go wrong. So Pat- Pattern the gun. Now, I got a hunch because I think uh, we did that when we were younger. Uh, how, how do you do a pattern check? Oh, just you can just draw a big old circle, <laughs> put it out at thirty yards, yeah. Yeah. and I advise resting the gun, a shotgun, and then you know you can see where if it's shooting high, your pattern throws high, like yeah. rounds do or low. Uh, especially turkey hunters, they've been doing this for years. Huge difference in turkey loads between the guns. It just is what it is. Shotguns can be as picky as rifles sometimes. So once you see that, you see that printed out on the paper, it allows you to kind of get a grasp on what's going on with your shotgun. You know, if it's got a high point of impact, a yeah. low point of impact, if you should choose a different shot size, it's always, if it doesn't take long, um, and again, nothing fancy. Just take a big piece of cardboard, draw a circle on it, and walk it down and give it a shot. About how far away? 30 yards is good. Okay. Yeah, hmm. 20 yards is fine. You know, just because whatever you're hunting. Yeah, whatever. You know, I suppose you, yeah, you kind yeah. of guess how far away yeah. these Turks are going to yeah. be. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. So that's always good. And as far as the rifle goes, you know, just get out and shoot that because it doesn't matter how it was when you put it away. Strange things happen. <laughs> I can't. I have yet to explain them. Yeah. Yeah. It's strange. And you know, you could have fallen and not remembered, and and it just and maybe never fired it again after that. It just happens. So screws loosen up. Now we say anything man-made. If you're having a another thing to do and just swallow your pride and have somebody else shoot it, the rifle. You know, if you're having problems, if you have your partner there with you, have them shoot it. Oh, it's and then go from there because sometimes you don't know. You get tired. You're having a bad day. Things, you know, so before you bring it in, so you, you could hang uh, up a you could hang up a bed sheet on the side of a barn too. Yeah. That wouldn't be a good idea. I don't want to shoot inside of a barn. <laughs> okay. When you've got lovely outdoor ranges like the George Constance Range, which is open Sunday, Monday, Wednesday, and. Saturday after the 14th, you're open every day, and there's several ranges around. It's always good. And a lot of people have places, you know, where they can shoot out in the country. They have a friend that's got a place. But um, there's, you know, it's always good, even if it's not at the exact yardage. Yeah. To shoot it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It is. I uh, actually did hang a bed sheet. I hope my wife is not listening. Well, I know that would be something you would do because you are a rascal. And <laughs> well, I thought it was a bird, big one. Bird. Yeah. Hey, you know the birds. You know the birds we have in our lake now on Secret Lake, uh, geese. Well, obviously everybody's got those pigs. We've got two trumpeter swans. 
Yeah, we yeah we have Mountain Delta too. Aren't they cool? Oh wow! And what a what a song! Yeah. Are they honk? Do they honk for you? Yeah, they don't seem to care too much about us. If they honk, I can't hear them. There's one little lake that that has them actually on H there, and they've come back every year. Okay. Yeah, and they're 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 real interesting, really pretty. They're huge. Young ones with them. Yeah, they are. They're really big. Every once in a while, you hear a story about somebody who confused a goose with a trumpeter swan. How can you do that? This thing's the size of a car. Well, we all have those stories. I've heard those stories, haven't we? Yeah, for sure. I, yeah, I, I honestly thought it was uh, a goose, but uh, the honking of them can be disturbing when you're trying to yeah. sleep. Yeah, yeah, they do have a definite, uh, you know. And look at look at how big, well, jumping and a little bit sandhill cranes. Yeah, oh, they're yeah. weird. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> they really are. Um, right across the Wisconsin Minnesota line in Minnesota, uh, there is a wonderful display on. Sandhill Cranes. What? It's on I-35, the town that they've got this. Danbury? Uh, no, in Minnesota. Minnesota. Oh, in Minnesota. I'm sorry, I'm on the wrong side of the bridge, as yeah. usual. <laughs> <laughs> um, I have to ask you now, uh, I don't talk politics because I shouldn't, but uh, are we getting kind of goofy on our gun restrictions? Some states are, you know, and, and, uh, and I know, you know, they just don't understand, you know, about, no, I, you know, it's just the same old argument. Yeah, I know it makes sense. Okay, it makes sense when you're sitting in a group of people uh, that have to make some type of decision. Yeah. But, it, you know, it's it, there's so much that has happened over the last few years, and, of course, nobody likes it, and um, they pass these laws, but, man, I don't know. Uh, uh, it, it's not always... It's, it's it's not a workable situation, yeah. uh, you know, and and they feel better when they pass the law, but does it really help? Yeah, um, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. I don't have an answer. It's getting very, very, very restrictive. Yeah, yeah, it is. It really is getting restrictive, and and you know, luckily we have states, right? Yep. <laughs> so some, you know, which is good. Um, providing you're living in the right state, but you know, a person <laughs> can always move. Um, yeah, you've got, you're right between Michigan and Minnesota. There's three different standards there. There is, and, and, you know, and Illinois, well, Illinois. Right. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Illinois is Illinois, and when you're selling a firearm to somebody from Illinois, you have to go by Illinois laws, which they have a waiting period on everything. Uh, yeah, so you have to do that. It's Yeah, it's, it's complicated, and, and, you know, as a it's not, you just have to be abreast of everything. And I think the biggest problem is sometimes we don't we get a query and we honestly can't find the answer. Yeah. And you're friendly and I have nothing against the ATF, but man, they don't want to, they don't want to make a statement. They say, well, look it up on page. Yeah. 4, 000, you know, it's like looking up something in the Bible, you know, it's like, well, look it up there because they're, they're a little, you know, they don't want to say anything. And uh, it's hard. It's, it's difficult. So we better talk about we better talk about some good deals. Uh, hey, I got. I'm a flashlight person. What? And so I love flashlights. I got them everywhere, and we got a big shipment of Nebo, and we have the kind for tracking blood trails. We have regular ones. We have work ones. We have these cool 
headlamps, and that can be a headlamp or a cap light. And there's man, I can see across the street in the dark with these. And these, of course, they're all they're going to the rechargeables now. And there's yep. no way around it. But we, ha- it just Nebo comes out, and they're not a high end. They're somewhere in the middle, but they they're very innovative on their flashlights. But of course, I'm kind of a flashlight junkie. But, uh, yeah, and we just got these in, so uh, they're worth a look at. I'm really impressed with these headlamps. They are bright. Now, bright, did you bright. say that it would track a blood drop? We have a blood, yeah, we have a blood tracker, too. It's not a headlamp one, but it's a handheld one. Those have been around for a while, but I haven't had them in for a while, and the Nebo brought them out again. And Yeah, they're, they're really great lights. They have utility lights, little lights, big lights. We They've got these, man, they, they throw a beam like nothing I've ever seen. Oh. They're really great, yeah. Cool. So we like them. I like that. Well, uh, you have too many flashlights, you know. I, I totally agree. Yeah. <laughs> and the same with... Uh, Jackknives. <laughs> I've got them everywhere. Exactly. You got to. You got to. Wherever you are, you have to be able to put your hand on one. That's right. I got one. Okay. I got my hand on one right now. Oh, okay. <laughs> so we're here from nine to six Monday through Friday, and nine to five on Saturday. We're here to help you out. You're the best. Thank you very, very much. Thanks. Bye. See you later. Pat Google Superior. We're still trying to track down Russ. This is like the first time. In how long have we done this show? 20 uh, years. A long time, yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Um, Minnesota DNR Fish and Wildlife has what they call an almanac. And if you, I mean, Wisconsin does this too, but they don't send me the press releases. Uh, Minnesota deer hunters can use the online uh, program to find out, well, pretty near everything you need to know about deer hunting rules and regulations, hours and things like that. But also, you can pinpoint the area you're going to be hunting in, whether it's Joe's backyard or Dave Strandberg's backyard. Well, that'd be superior. Yeah. This is yeah. Minnesota DNR. Hey, we have different laws in my house. <laughs> yes, you do. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, it's a good, good way to uh, find out what's cooking right. in, in your shooting area. We're going to take a break. Don't know who's coming next, but it's <laughs> going to be good. The Fishing Frenzy with Rick Jordan. Good music, Dave. Mm. Walk of Life, one of my favorites. Little Dire Straits Walk of Life. Woohoo! Woohoo! <laughs> Here it comes. Here it comes. Oh, right. The woohoo. May have to wait a little while yet for the yoohoo. Come on. You want to wait till the yoohoo? Yeah, please. Okay. All right. So Johnny will be Be a while. I thought it was sooner. <laughs> How about if you do it? Woohoo! All right. <laughs> a bit nice, y'all. Good enough. Johnny Charleston joins us up on Rice Lake Road. Good morning, John. Good morning. How you doing? Great. How's business been? The weather has been pretty good for fishing, but then again, it sometimes isn't. Uh, well, yeah, it's we're kind of slipping into a fall mode here, and it's. It's uh, business is pulling back a little bit. We're pretty much seeing a, a, a line of mostly the the locals going out now. Yeah, but, uh, but that's all right. It's it's the store's been staying pretty manageable. Oh, good. Um, fishing wise, I guess I was out over the the weekend, <clears throat> Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Did pretty good. 
Uh, what have you heard about the people up in your neighborhood? Uh, sounds like uh, the fishing has been picking up a little bit. I, I heard some uh, good rumors off of Fish Lake that the properties are starting to stack up in the in the narrows. Yep. And people are finding some clusters of crappies. Uh, walleye bites coming back a little bit, and I think them uh, chubs are working pretty good. Mm-hmm. Still got people buying some crawlers, so that's good. Oh, uh, yeah, we got uh, we bought some crawlers from you. Twenty nine in a in a yeah. bucket, I think. Um, Twenty five, yeah. Yep, and I brought them home, put them in the fridge, and then it rained uh, Tuesday night. <laughs> We and your, your, your yard was covered with worms then? Covered with worms. <laughs> big ones. Uh, biters. Huge. As big as garter snakes. All right. So I, I, well, got, I got a couple of handfuls of those, and I think they're eating through my uh, worm box. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's... Yeah. So I, I don't know anything about the genetics of worms or nightcrawlers, but... Are they the ones that I found in my driveway the same worm that uh, you're selling? I think so. I think night crawlers are, are pretty much the same thing all the way around. Well, they, they were, yeah. uh, uh, this, a couple of them were a foot long. Yeah. No, I think the, 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 the native worms are, are supposed to be those, uh, those little, Inch and a half, two inch angle worms that you angle worms. you find you find around the the, the rocks when you turn them over. But yeah, yeah. those great, great big uh, night crawlers, I, I think the DNR is telling us that those are invasive or descendants of invasive crawlers that were from, brought over from and Norway. From, 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 nor- from yeah, Norway. <laughs> Norway, of all places. Norwegian crawlers, all right. I'll have to relabel my worms now. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll put the little Norwegian flag on the, on the, in the label. Uh, are, you Norwe- are you Norwegian? A quarter. Are you really? Yeah, I'm, a, I'm an American mutt. I, yeah. I got a little everything in me. Yeah, I do too. It's been Norwegian. Yep. I, I'm trying to think back. It's probably several hundred years. How in the world the Norwegian worms got off a boat and made it all the way to Minnesota, Wisconsin? I, probably cabbage. <laughs> really? Yeah. yeah. They like to crawl in some of them leaves. Yeah. Okay. Well, they sure work as, as bait. It's not a natural food. Well, I suppose after 150 years, it is a natural food. Yeah. Yeah, they're they're evasive the same way that the smelt are. You know, for as long as we knew, they've been here. But the uh, the smelt kind of came in when they originally opened the 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 locks from the ocean to the Great Lakes system. So. Yeah, Welland Canal. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, it's funny uh, you'd mentioned that. I was just thinking about it yesterday when we lived up in Grand Rapids. We lived on Pokegama Lake, south of Rapids. I guess it's a big lake south and west of Grand Rapids. And about 1970, something like that, somebody from Grand Rapids had been over in Duluth 
doing a smelt, uh, dipping smelt. And when they went back home, they used that same bucket for minnows, leeches, whatever, crawlers maybe, (laughs) and then washed it out in in Pokegama Lake, and the eggs, well, the rest is the story. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's that's pretty much that story is how I think any just about any lake around here that's got smelt in it that's not attached to Lake Superior. It was someone years ago cleaning up their smelt and then they went and rinsed their bucket out at their lake homes yeah. and and uh if the conditions are 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 right you you just planted smelt. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. You got one male and a female and Bob's your uncle. <laughs> yeah. Or, or you get a bucket full of fertilized eggs and you rinse them out in the ice cold water and then they're, they're planted. I know the DNR told me that they had tried and tried to net them and, and say, no, we don't want smelt in this lake, but Mother Nature. Uh, what kind of big fish are coming in? Anything on that size? Uh, in the big fish world, when we get into September, end of September, uh, we're just starting to see the muskie guides show up and buy those great big decoy suckers. Yeah. And they, they bought me out this week. And so for probably until now, until there's a sheet of ice on our lakes, mm-hmm. every week I'll have to order as many decoys as I can get because they buy every one and I'll still run out. Hmm. Well, uh, yeah. Uh, you ever caught a muskie on purpose? No, no. My my one my one big uh, uh, adventure with the muskie was fishing for crappies <laughs> with Ward Poppenberg oh, up yeah. in Canada. Yeah, we were, we went up to Canada to go get a load of frozen uh, uh. herring, and we well we were there, and the the guide that we were buying the herring from took us fishing, and yeah, we're out on the Canadian side of Lake of the Woods fishing for crappies and we got a few crappies and then i i lift hooked one of those muskies and fought that thing for an hour till we got it sitting right underneath the hole and that was uh it was pretty exciting stuff Pretty exciting uh my story goes a lot like that remember that walleye tournament we used to have uh for the scouts up at united northern sportsman yeah my son and i were fishing over by where uh abbott bay comes out into the main oh, lake, cool. and uh, we call it Walleye Alley, and that's what we were fishing for. And then uh, there it goes; the line is just flying off, <laughs> almost to the, uh, the back backing of the of the reel. And I started reeling, yep. pulling it in, pulling it in, pulling it in, and it stretched my line to the point that it looked like a slinky. <laughs> uh, and I yep. said, "Man, I'm tired." I handed it to my son. I said, "You do it now." Um, he did, he tried and tried, and I said, well, that's, we don't want to waste all of the lines, so we got as much in as we could and then cut it and let him go. <laughs> big wall, a uh, big, uh, big muskie. All right, so what, yeah. what's cooking now? You got a lot of archery. This is archery season. Archery, the archery deer season starts tomorrow, mm-hmm. along with the uh, partridge. So yeah. uh, today and this whole last week, it's been... Uh, Guys coming in and getting air order after air order, and a lot of guys coming in and buying packs of brand new broadheads. And so there's 
a whole lot of last minuteers putting in the, the the final touches on their bows and getting getting sighted in and yeah. making sure everything's in check for tomorrow morning when they're sitting in a tree. Anybody going to use the new compound equipment? The new uh, crossbows? Crossbow, yeah. Crossbows. Um, I am sure there's going to be a few of them out there, and uh, I'll probably be one of them, but not until i got to stick around through the weekend and maybe maybe about next Tuesday or so if I'm caught up on things, I'll, uh, mm-hmm. I'll go, go sit with you one bet. of those. Good. Well, take notes. I want to hear all about it. <laughs> you bet. Okay. Thanks, Johnny. Good, good talking with you. Okay. Thanks for the Nightcrawler story, too. I couldn't believe those things last night, or Tuesday night. A foot long? Easily. You exaggerate like you exaggerate the fish that they catch. Well, Probably. maybe eight inches. <laughs> maybe six or eight. All right, then. <laughs> we'll take a break. I'm Tim Lesmeister, and this is from the pages of the Outdoor News, sponsored by Fleet Farm, serving the outdoors since 1955. A lot of the lakes that I fish in this northern tier of the country have very clear water, which means they can be tough to fish. But I've got a few tricks up my sleeve to catch more fish, and I'll tell you what they are. But first... Fleet Farm's got everything you need for everyday life. And by everything, we mean top products by your favorite brands. From Blackstone to Blue Buffalo, Carhartt to Cooper... Milwaukee to Muddy, Scott's to Science Diet, DeWalt, Levi's, Purina, Husqvarna, Goodyear, Rapala, Vortex, whoo, and a whole lot more. In-store or online, check out all the brands Fleet Farm carries to help make your everyday life better. A clear body of water can be very tough to fish. The fish in those lakes can see the lures very clearly, and they can also be line shy, which means that if they can see that line, they're not going to hit that lure. So what do I do? I use fluorocarbon line to make sure that they don't see the line because fluorocarbon is invisible. I use it as a leader. I don't spool with fluorocarbon. I use it as a leader. I also use live bait on a clear body of water. I think it works better than lures. Live bait always seems to get a lot of action. Well, you got to work with those lures to catch just a few fish. And always make sure that bait is lively. Fresh bait on the hook is always going to catch more fish and last but not least i use smaller hooks i want to make sure that the hook that i am using is not easily seen because like line these fish can become hook shy as well so you want to have fluorocarbon line live bait and hide that hook this is from the pages of the outdoor news I'm the kind of guy that likes to play around. <laughs> Roam around. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> Roaming around is the story of our lives this time of year, if we're yeah. outdoors, uh, by boat or by foot when you're out hunting. Russ Francisco joins us from Marine General. Good morning, Russell. Hey, how are you? You're a busy boy today, huh? We are. Unloaded trucks, and I got in a dead zone this morning and, and missed the call. Oh, but- well, glad to handle that. Yeah. What's going out the door? Uh, everything right now. People are still <laughs> rigging boats. Yep. Um, it's sort of crazy. They, um, we sort of geared up to start, you know, doing 
heavy fall. And, you know, we don't do hunting. So, so in fairness, is that, you know, our fall is a little different than most people's. But forecasting has been good. Uh, and um, the, uh, the people that are buying boats, used boats and stuff, they're rigging them. A lot of people, they got a late start this year, used those boats they bought. Now they're rigging them. But we got some deals, you know. So if there's so much inventory around the country. I also drove out to a Magnum truck in this morning and picked up a whole 12-foot trailer full of rods for next summer that they shipped early. And it's just, there's just all kinds of things going on. But it's sort of a crazy year. It's a, um, uh, it was really good year for, for retail. Uh, it was uh, a little bit flat for kayaking and tubing and stuff. You know, so there wasn't a lot of tubers on the lakes. You could fish all day. And you well, didn't that was so big the there. last two. That was so big the last two years. Yeah, it was, and and not a lot of jet skis to, to uh, run around the lakes and stuff. Just people just didn't get out to do that recreational thing, and it wasn't overly cold or warm this year. It was sort of moderate, but yeah. water temperatures we talked about before in the seventies, you know. So fishing temperature was good. Really didn't get a dog days out of the deal. So I mean, it was a good summer. Fishing was just excellent. So it's uh, it's and it's still going on. So we'll keep doing that, and and uh, you know we're still selling life jackets and all the things people need to get out on the water. So uh, and I thought that would be done by now but again it's so nice you know today we're all working on t-shirts again so uh and it's it's middle of september so but i'll take it it's just fine yeah well yeah get out there um we were just talking about bait and i see there's a story in the paper about uh well jared houston pretty good angler in his own talking about uh minnows shiners on st louis Mm -hmm. river for wallies yeah yeah, when you can get them, they're really good. Uh, they they ran a little late this year. Right? One of the reasons I think the walleye fishing stayed so well in the St. Louis was there was just this shiner explosion of bait. And if you, you remember back in the newspaper uh, a month ago, they were talking about the amount of bait in the big lake. Yeah. Uh, the river was the same way. The bait just exploded. And what caused that, I, I don't know. I'm not a scientist, but uh, so much bait. You could see them in the water, even in dark water. You could see all this bait. Uh, and so it uh, kept the fish in the river and cooler temperatures. And, and, uh, and still, I talked to a fellow yesterday fish or walleyes out of, by the Oliver Bridge. So it's they're still, they're still playing that game. We're on the St. Louis River whew, early on, I guess June-ish. And the, the graph is showing balls of bait. You know, the yeah. minnows, it's, it literally is a ball, like a big balloon underwater. Yep. The nice thing, it means the water is good, right? Uh, the fish are doing well, and so that's that's good. So the river has cleaned up over the decades really well, and so it's a good place to go fishing now. So it's a lot of fun. Uh, a lot of... Uh a lot of uh, wildlife around the river. I, I was just driving uh, into the uh, into Morgan Park here uh, a little bit ago with a load of stuff, and, and we're, we're running between warehouses today, and there was a coyote sitting in my yard. Oh. Uh, so, you know, so <laughs> just there's so many of them, and you don't hardly see them. You can hear them all the time, but this one uh, was just out in the open sitting sitting out looking for something. I suppose something to eat, but uh, you just, you know, there's a lot of wildlife out there, and yeah. as, as crummy as the winter was last year, you would think a lot of it wouldn't have happened, but it did. So, so people are out and about. I can hear out on the river right now, and I mean, it's just uh, people are still fishing. It's it's good, good to hear. We are being blessed by two trumpeter swans on our little lake. Oh, isn't that nice? Oh, wow, what a sound! Yep, I uh, I had some property up north on a on an old lake, and in fact, I still have it. And it's a, a but it's it, you can't get there from here. It's one of those deals. <laughs> you have to go across the water to get there. My dad bought it years ago and left it to us when he passed. But, cool. but uh, there's two trumpeter swans, and so I was going to go over and do some, because uh, it's so swampy to get to it, I was going to go by water, mm-hmm. and a fella caught me as I went in, and he said, uh, just be careful when you get over there, because there's two trumpeter swans. So I said, okay. Not having really messed with trumpeter swans, yeah. I didn't realize how big they were, and I got halfway across the lake, and they came out, and they were so big, and they, they stood 
they must have had young ones in there, obviously. But they uh, they came out and met me, and I'm thinking, uh, this is not anything I want to be <laughs> dealing with. And I turned around and went home. I said, I said, I'll go another day, maybe in the winter or something. But I, I didn't realize how huge they were. It's just um Interesting thing, you know, the trumpeter swans, if you got a minute, the trumpeter swans were pretty much gone from Minnesota. A guy named Ray Whitney. Remember this jig that, that did somersaults? Yep. Uh, you, you jig and did somersaults? That yep. was Ray Whitney. And Ray Whitney was also a, a very wealthy guy, owned uh, owned uh, styrofoam plants like uh, like Rudy Boschwitz and stuff like that. And so uh, he called me one day and he said, I want you to come down and, and see my jig plant. And so I went down and looked at it. And, and uh, he was still making some styrofoam on a limited basis. And, and, uh, and we talked a little bit. And he was the guy that gave the DNR and spent a ton of money bringing the Trumper Swans back to Minnesota. Good man. Yeah, good guy. So, uh, so we, I spent uh, I, I seen him five or six times before he passed away, but uh, I didn't meet him till he was in his seventies. But he was a he was a good guy. So, uh, true story. Uh, the trumpeter swans were about gone, and he had this pond and a lake, and and uh, and introduced him back to Minnesota. So now we have him all over the place. You see him on the river occasionally and stuff. So nice. Excellent. Excellent. Some good deals at Marine General. Okay, there's, there is so much inventory. It's no big secret. There's so much inventory around the country. So uh, we bought uh, a whole bunch, of, I think I mentioned this last week, a whole bunch of Garmin 93 SVs. They're not the 9-inch most popular screen that Garmin's ever built. Uh, probably one of the most popular screens in the country. They're, they're $1,199, and these are selling, uh, going out the door for 700 bucks. So uh, that uh, was a Black Friday especially with a ton of them that came early. So we're just letting people start to rig up their boats now with them, and that's sort of cool. I bought a bunch of rods. I picked them up this morning. i got to get them into the store today, but uh, these are $100. $120 rods, uh, and they're going to be half price. Buy them for 60 bucks. They come with a reel and everything. Uh, they might even be, I, I, they're going to be between 50 and 60 bucks. It's uh, Again, I bought tons of them, about a whole trailer full, so uh, we'll start to sell those now. Uh, we've got all the life jackets. What's still out is half price. Uh, though They will get put away this weekend. Uh, we'll leave some in the store in case somebody needs one, but the half price thing will be over this weekend. Fred's got winter boots out. He's got winter gloves out. They're, they're, uh, he was putting them up yesterday, and people were buying them as he was putting them up, so uh, he's putting smart wool socks out this morning so we're converting the the clothing the outside of the building uh to winter first and then uh we'll come inside because there's so much good fishing left we just we just can't can't uh, take the upper floor and change it to winter yet but uh lots of deals on baits and stuff throughout the store so take advantage of them because sooner or later we're going to have to make the change but we're going to try and go through the end of the month anyway we'll see what mother nature gives us if it stays nice like this in october we'll have to play somewhere a little longer knock on wood thanks russ yep keep thanks, the tight line we'll be right back you're listening to the fishing frenzy with rick jordan We count here. Hmm. Looking for a little respect. Oh. Ah. Aretha. Okay. The Queen of Soul. Speaking of respect, (laughs) growing. Well, it's been what a year and a half that Matt King has been running the uh, Fisherman's Corner up there. Way to go, Matt. Two and a half years. Two and a half years. Yeah, it's going to be three years in April. Okay, we'll have a party. <laughs> <laughs> well, now we're. Yeah, ch- no, it's been a it's been a good adventure for sure. Oh wow, uh, we're changing seasons uh, not quickly, but pretty maybe quick. I don't know. Going from fishing to hunting to trapping, all of that, is, and you got it. We are, uh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, uh, a lot of ammo in stock, lots of guns in stock. We got clothing, footwear, uh, some new lines this year, too. We're carrying Danner boots also, along with lacrosse. Uh, two good so names are, right there. Very good. Yeah, yeah. They're uh, pretty nice boots. We got uh, 
you know, different hunting clothing from Avery and Bandit and Browning and Game Hide. And, um, yeah, like you said, we're, we're ready for the fall. And, uh, you know, it opens up tomorrow, mm-hmm. uh, grouse hunting and uh, archery hunting. And, you know, there's still bear hunting going on. And, uh, no, it's going to be a good fall out here. Well, I know you're a grouse hunter because we talked about that about 15 years ago on the ice. Absolutely, I enjoy that. Uh, got a couple of young dogs, as we've talked about before, you know, and uh, it's really fun to watch those dogs uh, get out there and do what they like to do, you know. Um, they they have a good time. Uh, they, my dogs, uh, I can't I can't take one without the other one getting upset with me. <laughs> well, I used to have a wonderful black lab. His name was Sag Saganaga. Uh, we lost him after about ten years. And the dog we have now does not like um, artillery. Oh, okay, sure. Yeah, and that's uh, that's a tough deal then because uh, you start shooting around a dog that don't like it, they they get pretty scared. Yeah, I can uh, go through the whole story, but uh, we'll wait for that. Yeah, but we can still go out in the woods and have a good time with the dog, you know. Absolutely, and uh, speaking of all that, we we carry some dog supplies too, uh, training bumpers and collars and uh, things like that. I got some new collars on the way here that are, uh, uh, some people were asking for some um, kind of uh, blaze orange vests for their dogs. We got uh, undercarriage covers to protect them and we got neoprene vests, but I got some light up collars coming too. Excellent. Uh, yes. Yeah, so that'll be, uh, you know, if people like to make sure their dog is safe and uh, they become one of the family. So, oh, yeah. We also got some stuff like that, uh, you know, stocked up for people to buy, too. So, uh, <clears throat> I think it was uh, recently, maybe uh, around Father's Day, I was gifted a dog soothing jacket because of the thunders and things we were getting back in the spring. Yeah. Uh, you put that on the dog, and it, it's supposed to calm them down, and my gosh, I think it did. Well, that's uh, that's very nice. I'm sure your dog appreciated that. Well, uh, yeah, she... I've never seen one of them. What kind of what does that look? Well, like? it, it's kind of neoprene-ish and uh, gray, and it velcros on, and, and she seems she'll step right into it now. Sure. Well, that's good. Uh, yeah. yeah. When I first put my neoprene vest on the dogs uh, for waterfall hunting, they kind of looked at me like, mm, "What is this for?" Yeah. <laughs> And they didn't really care for it. Now they they don't mind it so much. Uh, you know, it keeps them warm. You put your hand yeah. in there underneath that yeah. uh, when they're in the water, and they come out. They're dry under that yeah. jacket. That's so, good. Well, you, you know, know, when they're when they're busting through the woods, that uh, it protects the undercarriage. Absolutely, absolutely. And we got some Cordura ones that are good for that. They call the skid plate, um, oh. and and that protects their whole chest and underside, and kind of comes up on the sides a little bit. Yep. Um, they're orange too, so uh, you know people can see them and whatnot. And yeah, it's pretty nice. Uh, you know, you got to take care of those animals. They're they're out there working for you, so it's uh, you got to take care of them at the same time. Well, Labradors are crazy, but they're darn good hunters. Uh, your hours at Fisherman's Quarter, man. We are seven to seven, or I'm sorry, eight to seven Monday through Saturday, and eight to six on Sundays. Come on up and check it out. We've got a whole bunch of sales going on for hunting season. All right. Thank you and uh, appreciate it. So tomorrow, Saturday, September 16th, is the Gun Bingo. It's uh, a big fundraiser for the uh, Forgotten Heroes. We're going to get a range and a retreat going on for us. So it's a good program. 
Get in on it. Thank you. See you next week. All right.